This is the Friday, October 29th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes. Okay, maybe a little more. It is Mike Clay and I. You know we like to talk with everything you need to know heading into this weekend slate of NFL games. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. All right, Mike Clay, Anita Marks with you for the next, like I said, 10, maybe 12 minutes. We went 13 and 8 last week. Not bad, not bad. So week seven, what does that mean on the season? We are 107 and 77, which means we are 58%, which is not bad, Mike Clay. That'll do. Not bad, my friend. I hear you. That'll do. Let's get it. Let's uh, let's win again this week. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's dive into it. You've got the Bengals going up against the Jets. And uh, Joe Burrow's just been magnificent this season. It's unfortunate Joe Flacco couldn't find a flight to New York City earlier than Friday. So Mike White is going to get the start for the Jets. Oh, they're just going to feed him to the Bengals. No pun intended. Uh, a few prop bets I like here. Burrow over six and a half rushing yards. Uh, he's finally feeling comfortable with that reconstructed knee. And he is tucking the ball and running on running with it. Uh, he's averaging four carries a game the last three weeks. T. Higgins, over four and a half receptions. Got to spread the ball around. Got to give some some other wide receivers some love besides Jamar Chase. Uh, you had T. Higgins had 13 targets in week seven. So over four and a half receptions, I'm about that. And Mike White, over one and a half interceptions. Dude isn't even a legit backup quarterback. Shouldn't be playing, shouldn't be starting. Um, he's in over his head. So over one and a half interceptions from Mike White. What you got in this game, Mike? Yeah, I'm going back to the Joe Burrow well here. Under 32 and a half pass attempts, over one and a half passing touchdowns, over uh, a half of an interception. So basically, yes, on interception. Look, he's been over 32 pass attempts in only two of seven games this season. And to your point, they're 10 and a half point favorites here. Actually, that line might go even further up against Mike White and the Jets here. Corey Davis now not supposed to play in this game. So uh, lots of reasons to expect him to not have to throw the ball a ton. This is a run first offense. Also, Anita, he's thrown two plus passing touchdowns in every single game this season. So even at minus 180, I like the over one and a half passing touchdowns. And he's also been picked off in five of his past six games. So even against the Jets, I think at plus money, that's worthwhile bet as well. All right, let's talk about the Rams and the Houston Texans. Matthew Stafford over two and a half touchdowns. Why not? You know, Cooper Cup is good for one of them. In fact, I've got him anytime touchdown as well. I know it's a little bit, it, it's not a little, it's, it, it's, it's, it might be a little too much juice for some folks, but dude's got nine on the season. So I feel that the, the Rams are going to go to the air early. I do believe that Matthew Stafford's going to get three touchdown passes in. Also, David Johnson, the stat lines haven't been posted yet, but I think a lot of people are thinking like Mark Ingram was, was traded. So David Johnson now is going to get the bulk of, you know, the love out of the backfield. I'm not anticipating that, you know, I, there, there's, there's quite a few guys in that backfield that I think are going to get some touches. So I like unders, under carries, under rushing yards, under receiving yards for, for, for David Johnson. Again, I'm just throwing that out. The numbers haven't been posted yet, but keep an eye on that. I'm curious what, what you think about that. Yeah, uh, I hear you. I think Johnson will be the clear lead back, but you'll see some Philip Lindsay carrying the ball as well. So um, you know, Johnson will be the primary pass catching back, but they do have Rex Burkhead there can handle some of that as well. So I'll be curious to see those lines uh, as well. Um, I like one from this game as well. I, you know, I think with uh, Tyrod Taylor not playing, 
you know, the Rams line is just going to grow and they were already 14 and a half point favorites with Tyrod as a possibility in this game. So I think Matthew Stafford goes under 36 pass attempts. He's been under that mark in both of the games that the Rams won by more than 10 points this year, the bears and giants. They just, again, if you're ahead throughout the second half, you don't have to throw much. So I think he'll fall short of that 35 and a half line. Also Houston, again, uh, kind of a product of them struggling. They faced more than 35 pass attempts only once this season. Anita, that was week one, the, the only game they won against Jacksonville. So like the under there. The Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Give me Adam Thielen over 66 and a half receiving yards and also Kirk Cousins over two and a half touchdowns. I think that this matchup, Mike, has all the makings of whether you want to call it a barn burn or a track meet, whatever the case. Minnesota's touchdowns are coming at 87% of their passing plays. And, and you've got you've got a Dallas Cowboys secondary outside of, uh, of, of Diggs, who's been an absolute superstar this season. Their secondary isn't anything that great. Secondary is allowing 13 yards per completion. So you've got Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to have a solid day against the Cowboys. Uh, and, and Thielen, I do believe, and, and of course, you have that phenomenal article column that posts each and every week in regards to the wide receiver cornerback matchups. And Anthony Brown has just been absolutely horrendous this season. And so I'm, I'm anticipating Diggs to be on Jefferson. So Thielen should have a juicy matchup against Brown. Yep. Uh, I hear you there and um, agree on the matchup. Uh, you know, this I, I'm, I'm over on Kirk Cousins pass attempts, but we're going to have to keep an eye uh, probably until it depends when you're listening to this. But at some point Saturday, we'll probably find out the status of Dak Prescott. Now, if Dak does play in this game, I like the over on pass attempts for Kirk Cousins. He's averaging almost 40 a game. And even if you adjust for the overtime games, you know, he still has hit this mark and, you know, the 13-point win against Seattle, the seven-point loss to the Browns. He hasn't fallen below 32, right? So he's been he's had a decent amount of volume. And the opponents of the Cowboys, I mean, Brady, Herbert, Darnold, Hurts, and then Daniel Jones got hurt. Jones and Glennon, those two combined, all of them went over this line, over 36 and a half against Dallas. So, um, Again, the key here, though, is does Dak play? Because if Dak doesn't play, the Vikings, the, the line has already moved. The Vikings are favorites now. Um, and in that case, I don't like this bet. So you'll just have to keep an eye on that tomorrow. You're, you're back to your kicker <laughs> prop bets. I love it. I am. I am. Uh, how about Greg Joseph? You're over one and a half made field goals. This one's plus 130. Um, I also, I, you know, my projection's well above his point total of six and a half at minus 120. But again, if he makes two field goals, he's going to get it. So you might as well take the the nice juice with the made field goals here. You know, he's missed four field goals this year and he still has made at least two in four of his six games. So getting plus money here is, is pretty sweet. Um, I, I'll take that all day. All right. Let's talk about the lions and your team, the Eagles, um, Deandre Swift. Again, these numbers haven't posted yet. I am waiting for them to post the Eagles defense. They're giving up the fifth most receiving yards to opposing running backs I think the Lions are going to be playing from behind, which means they, they, you know, they utilize Swift, obviously, in the passing game, especially when they're playing from behind. So I like the over in receptions, over in receiving yards for Swift. But again, they have not posted as of yet when we're recording this podcast. What you got in this matchup? Yeah, another kicker one here, Jake Kelly under seven and a half points. Um, look, he's been below eight in all but one of the Eagles games so far, and that was the, the, the uh, game against the Chiefs when 72 points were scored. You know, uh, even including that, he's averaging five points per game. And check this out. Last year, he was under eight points in 15 of 16 games. So it's uh, kind of unbelievable. The line seven and a half. The reason is they're playing Detroit. And the thought is, you know, the more scoring opportunities. But, you know, I think this is a game 
the Lions can get their first win. The Eagles are struggling. So uh, I still think the safe bet here is under seven and a half. The Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons, Calvin Ridley over six and a half receptions. He's finally healthy coming off a game last week. He had 10 targets. And this is going to be a favorable matchup going up against Dante Jackson, who shadows number ones. And you look at uh, the number ones that he's gone up against, and they're averaging seven receptions and 80 yards per game. Also, Kyle Pitts has a difficult matchup um, against Jeremy Chin. So I think Matt Ryan is going to be looking Ridley's way quite a bit. Um, here's an interesting one for you as well. I like, I like DJ Moore over a half a rushing yard. He's rushed. He's carried the ball. He has what he's, he's carried the ball once every game. And so I, I just, I think this is an interesting, I think this is an interesting prop bet. Um, so again, DJ Moore getting one carry and all he has to do is rush for one yard to win this prop bet. I'm all over that. What are some of the, the, the bets you like in this Carolina Atlanta game? Yep, I'm going to go uh, back to the Cordero Patterson well here. He's been so good this year. And look, he has 14 carries in each of the Falcons' past two games. His rushing totals, 54 and 60. So I like him to get over 44 and a half rushing yards. He's playing 65% of the snaps now. That's way up. That's that's almost double early this season. So I like him to get to that mark. And Russell Gage, at plus money, you can get over three and a half catches. He was targeted seven times last week in his return from injury. He now has seven targets in two of his three games this season. He got four catches uh, in both of those games. So actually, he's he's caught at least four passes in seven of his past eight games, tracing back to last season. And uh, you can complete passes against his Panthers defense, allowing the third highest catch rate to wide receivers. So I uh, like that one uh, for Russell Gage. Yeah, I love Gage. If you recall, in our fantasy football marathon draft, um, he was one of my uh, deep sleepers this season. So finally healthy. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, hopefully getting a little bit more time to complete uh, his passes. Maybe we'll have a a good second half for Russell Gage. We'll see. All right, the Patriots and the Chargers. I love Harris over rushing rushing attempts, over rushing yards. Again, those numbers, for whatever reason, have not posted yet. As we know, the Chargers, horrible against the run. They're giving up over almost 5.5 yards per attempt, and Harris is averaging 6.5 yards per carry. Do you have a play in this Patriots Chargers game? I do. Donald Parham, I'm digging deep here. The backup tight end. Uh, look, he's uh, caught exactly two um, two passes in three straight games, but he had to catch 100 of his of his targets to pull that off. So um, I think at even money under under one and a half catches is a smart play here. Look, he's been targeted nine times in six games this season. He has no more than tar- and two targets in a single game. So if that keeps up, you would expect him to catch. Probably one of those passes, you can't really count on two out of two every single game. So um, assuming there's you know a decent shot, he catches one or zero of those targets, there's a good chance you're going to hit the under. So like this one, uh, again, this is a guy playing, he, he's running around on 24% of their pass plays. It's just not a, a smart bet, I think, to go over here. Before we get to your Monday night football plays, uh, just a few other prop bets I like in some of the other games that unfortunately you don't have prop bets in, and that's the Bills and the Miami Dolphins. I like Josh Allen over two and a half touchdown passes. He's loving him some Emmanuel Sanders and Emmanuel Sanders. Not only is he getting a healthy target share, but he's also stretching the field. As we know, over 54 and a half receiving yards. Also, I think a sneaky good play, as we know, Knox is out at the tight end position. Tommy Sweeney is going to start. This kid was a beast at Boston college, 10 touchdown receptions in his final year. Miami's allowing 10 yards per attempt to tight ends. I think Sweeney could get And again, unfortunately those, 
Those prop bets aren't out as of yet, but as we get closer to the game, maybe they will rear their beautiful face. We'll see what happens, but keep an eye on that. Um, others, Tennessee and the Colts. I love Wentz over 244 and a half passing yards um, against Tennessee. And also I love AJ Brown, Julio Jones, still not practicing. I like over receptions, over yards for AJ Brown. And last but not least, the 49ers and the Bears. Nagy is doing no good for Justin Fields. He's not passing the ball much. I'm still surprised that these attempts and completions are, 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 are as high as they are, Mike. So I'm going under. I know. Can you believe it? Under 28 and a half <laughs> passing attempts for Justin Fields, under 189 and a half passing yards for Justin Fields. His offensive line is not going to know what to do with Nick Bosa. So those are just a, a few other prop bets that I like. But let's head into that Monday night game. Um, and uh, and you were one, you were one and one last week with your Monday night picks, which was which was good. So uh, looking at this uh, this Giants Kansas City game, still scratching my head in regards to just how horrific this Kansas City team is. But I'm curious, what are your prop bets in that Monday night football game, Mike? Yeah, first of all, I should have had that second Jameis Winston pass touchdown last week. It was wide open. He, he never saw him. Uh, should have had it. But anyway, we should, we should have had a 2-0 Monday night game. Anyway, um, I like quite a few here. Tyreek Hill over uh, one half rushing yard. He has at least one rushing yard in five of seven games and 15 of 25, tracing back to the beginning of last season. If he gets a carry, he almost always gets a, at least one rushing yard. So I like that. Um, Darrell Williams over 13 and a half carries. Look, the Chiefs, you could talk about their struggles all day long, but they're still nine and a half point home favorites against the Giants this week. And look, Williams has handled 90% of their carries by Chiefs running backs over the past two weeks. The Giants have faced no fewer than 14 running back carries in a game this season, and they're averaging 24.6. So if Williams gets 90% and they stay in that range, he's going to easily blow by this number. So like that a lot. And finally, Patrick Mahomes, plus 130 to throw at least one interception. The guy has at least one pick in six straight games and nine in seven games this season. The Giants, on the other side, they have at least one pick in five of seven games this season, including four in a row. So at plus money, are you kidding me? I'll take that for sure. I like all three of those. I'm going to add to them. Give me Devontae Booker, of course. If no Saquon Barkley, he was going to try to practice on Friday. We'll see what happens. But if no Saquon Barkley, I love Devin Booker over 40 and a half rushing yards. He's averaging 18 touches a game. They're going to have to rush the football in order to keep Patrick Mahomes and that offense off the field. Kansas City fifth worst uh, in depth of tackle against opposing running backs. And Daniel Jones over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus money. Kansas City 25th in passing TD rate against opposing quarterbacks. And they're allowing quarterbacks to average a 119 QB rating. I love Daniel Jones this week, especially in fantasy. Mike. So those are our Monday night football plays. Mike, great job as always. Uh, always. I love, I love doing this podcast with you. And again, we're, we're getting a lot of success, having a lot of success this season. So um, again, please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate review and follow. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out tremendously. Of course, good luck uh, this week. And we'll be here for you next week as well. Thanks.